tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Shauna Podcast, your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Tuesday, March 28th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the Pizzer. I'm going to do it. Uh, it's going to be a long podcast today, so I don't know if you have anything you need to say here, Shauna. No, we should jump you... right into it then if it's going to be a long, long one already. All right. Just as a preview is what we're looking at. We're going to talk about naming our city buses and etymology, some white girl sayings. Shauna's got some tips for how you might be able to beat Roll Up the Rim. Oh, yeah. Don't think you'll want to miss that. The goat of weather phenomenon. We're going to talk about uh, dying with dignity, medical assistance in dying as it's called. Bit of a darker topic, but this was interesting, I thought. Uh, the goat of fictional dwellings. We kind of have two goats on the show today. Uh, Shauna ruined a show for me a while back, and then a friend ruined it even worse just recently. We talk about pooing uh, your pants while running a marathon. Mm-hmm. It happens. It's fairly common, actually. <laughs> and something that some might consider to be blasphemous after your out of context clip of the show. I'm pretty sure I'd bow out before I. Yeah. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So McKenna's been going to church on Sunday with the boys. Oh, nice. Um, I attend on occasion, but uh-huh. I mostly use the quiet time to get some work done. It's very nice. But at this church, the kids all go off to like the kids' group during the service. And the boys really like it because they got a couple friends there and they make crafts and stuff. And this part I found really funny. They hit them hard with the Welch's fruit snacks. Oh, good. Well, you should. But I'll come back and be like, we got two packs of Welch's Whoa. today. So, <laughs> Not one, but two packs. Of, okay. Those things are good. Have you had the Welch's fruit snacks? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're fantastic. Yeah, they're addictive. So someone at the church is going to Costco and stocking up on Welch's fruit snacks to pass out on Sunday. That's hilarious. Keep the kids coming back to hear about Jesus. Yeah. That's Jesus good. loves you, okay. and he loves Welch's fruit snacks. Obviously. So I think it's actually, it's in the Bible at several points. Yeah. Like there's this one, Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him, and he gave them all Welch's. <laughs> I mean, or there's just the very simple, give us this day our daily fruit snack. <laughs> Those are, of course, Welch's brand they are, fruit of snacks. Of Welch's brand, yep. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and turned them into enough Welch's fruit snacks for everybody. The tree of life has no worries in drought and never fails to bear the Welch's fruit snacks. Obviously. (laughs) Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but also on Welch's fruit snacks from Costco. It's It's right there in the Bible. Lead us not into temptation of the gusher, but deliver us from the fruit roll up for thine is the kingdom of the Welch's fruit snacks. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Why do you have to pay to run a marathon? Like Some of the big marathons are pretty damn expensive as well. Like to run in the Boston Marathon, it costs you 300 bucks or something like that. Does it really? To enter, yeah. And how many people run in the Boston Marathon? I don't know a lot. But I was thinking about this and I was just like, I mean, you're running on pavement. You are paying to torture yourself. (laughs) You could do that for free. Like honestly, (laughs) 
You go outside and you just run. Why are you paying to torture yourself to run with that many people and just go for that long? Like, I just don't understand it. I really don't. 25,000 people ran in 2022. Okay, yeah. So let's do the math on that. How much are they bringing in? That's a lot of money. Uh, 25,000. That's seven and a half million bucks. Yeah, I mean, they're not charities, right? No. They're, it's a for-profit venture, and yeah. I, I would imagine something like the Boston Marathon, all the all the overhead is probably paid for in sponsorship. And there's tons of so, volunteers, like the people who... Yeah, good point, yeah. So, I mean, I get security would be the one thing I was thinking, like, that is where some of the money would go, and those little dinky medals that everybody gets <laughs> at the end, but that is not $300 worth, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there's a cost to, like, closing off the street and stuff, too, right? I suppose so. Um, but again, I'm like, that's such a big event, I bet sponsorship pays for all of it, yeah. so... Where yeah. is that money going? Good question. Like honestly, Good you're question. and then you as a person, you're like, I'm gonna I'm I'm paying to poop my pants is what you're doing. Like with runners bum. A lot of runners poop their their pants. That's part of mm. running a marathon. It's something that you do during these things. Do you it's have a fairly to? common like, do thing. Do not finish until you've pooped your pants. I mean, that would be a, an You're interesting. You're not a marathon runner until you've pooped your pants. Actually, a lot of I bet you most marathon runners who do it consistently have pooped their pants. Hmm. It's part of it. So this is what you're doing. You are paying to torture yourself and poop yourself. And then you're giving a lot of money to these people who are, again, it's a big for-profit business. I don't understand I didn't it. know they all put poop. Now I'm going to ask everybody who I know who You've runs. You've never heard of Runner's Bum before? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's because of the, like, the strain that you put on your body. Wow. It's It's very common to have Runner's Bum and poop yourself. A lot of the runners will continue running after pooping. Just let it run down their leg and keep going. So that's also part of marathon. I feel like marathon. you might be overstating the... The rate of incidence of pooping your pants during a marathon? You read into it. It happens like, a lot. Okay, I'm going to start asking the runners I know. I'm serious, yeah. Oh, you ran a marathon? Talk to them about runner's bum. At which mile did you foul your running shorts? My friend who ran one marathon and she was talking about training and how there were times where she almost pooped her pants. Didn't quite make it all the way, hmm. but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's part of running a marathon. It's kind of like how, um, you know those color runs that were big for a while there? Yeah. People were shocked to find out like they weren't for charity. That there mm-hmm. was a poor, it was a for-profit event, right? No. I think it's so. it's big business, especially yeah, oh, as marathons so. are becoming more popular. I think it's it's a lot of money that you can make off doing those now. Definitely, and like you said, people are just torturing themselves. Hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, what a ridiculous business model! It's like, give me your money. Potentially poop my pants. Yeah, give me your money and go run on the concrete like you can do anywhere <laughs> else in the world. But give us money to do that and then poop yourself. Great. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I think I've just had to change my uh, outlook on Tinder now that I have that information from Shauna. <laughs> About pooping your pooping your pants. Yeah, you should. If the, if people run uh, marathons, they often shit themselves. Well, I was always against the bed. But now I'm a little scared about short shooters too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's a thing. Anybody who's bragging about running, you're going to yeah. be a little more suspicious? That is information that I just didn't need this early in the morning. Yeah, I think I'd probably, if I pooped myself, I'd probably just bow out of the marathon, to be honest with you. Yeah, a lot of people keep I'm it doing. I'm pretty sure I'd bow out before I shit myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that'd be ideal, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be what <laughs> you should you're do. like, hey, I think I'm going to shit myself. I should probably stop. This 300 bucks isn't worth it. I got 100 bucks into these fancy shorts I bought. <laughs> so I looked into it to see what the like official term is, but they call it runner's trot. That's the slang, not okay. runner's poop. Runner's but bum. But here's all the things, like... 
Eight expert tips on how to avoid pooping during a race. Always need to poop when running? This is common. This is why running makes you poop. How to avoid runner's diarrhea or runner's trots? Why does running make you poop? You shit your pants during a run. Now what? (laughs) The last one. (laughs) The last one's like you didn't follow all the advice leading up to it. So it's like you're in one. Now what? So now what do you do? That should have been number one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, number one God. way to avoid shitting your pants. Oh, I want to see what, what it says. No, it's, it's trying to make you feel better. It says it's a common occurrence, so don't wow. worry about it. No, it's not something you should not worry about. It's something that you should really worry about. Yeah, I agree. Jeez, <laughs> I agree. Louise. I have a friend. She's, I, she runs marathons. She's quite a good-looking girl, too. Next time I see her, I'm going to ask. Yeah, you're going to have to ask her about runner's yeah. bumps. <laughs> so, runner's trot. <laughs> and then send her this article. Yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh my God, hold on, hold on. There's a comment on this article, the, the last one about you your pants, now what? The first comment is, wait, did you actually answer the question what to do when you poop in your pants during a run? You shared good stuff about why it happens in prevention, but you never actually answered your headline question. <laughs> this person's like, I'm I'm standing at mile, I'm, mile 13 with poop in my pants. What I'm, do I do? I'm in the porta potty and I don't know what to do next. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your article was of no help. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, we got to clean up God. at uh, Avenue 32, mile marker 4. That's hilarious, <laughs> man. Oh. Uh, that's okay. Well, this is a good start to the morning. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Do you remember when you ruined the show Yellowstone for me? When you called it a cowboy soap opera? Well, it is. And I was like, oh, man, it really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never before has my enjoyment of something been sapped so quickly. And everybody's all like, I'm not watching that show anymore. <laughs> it's a soap opera. It's a cowboy soap it's opera. A soap You're opera. absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. I just didn't see it. Well, nope. if my interest in that show was on life support, my buddy pulled the plug uh, recently. It came up in conversation. He was ripping on it so hard. Oh, no. And it was so... I was just killing myself laughing because he's... He's like, Yellowstone, you mean the show where everyone's a tough guy? He's like, everyone's, I'm the toughest guy here. If anyone, no, I'm the toughest guy here. If anyone's fighting, you're going to fight me. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the only guy who here. fights yeah, here. That's true. I was like, that's exactly what yeah, it is. It is. He's like, none of them wear sunglasses. They're all just squinting at the sun talking about how tough they are. Uh, someone, I heard there's a tough guy around here. Well, you can't wear sunglasses because you got to see my eyes. You got to see my tough guy eyes squinting at you. Yeah, it's true. He said that, and I remember this. He said there's one line in the show where it's that he didn't, I think it's probably uh, Beth and Rip, but he didn't remember the names. But he's like, she says, can you wear a nice shirt? Maybe one that you haven't worked in. And he's like, I don't know if I own a shirt I haven't worked in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That is, it's true. Yeah, and it's becoming more and more of a soap opera. Like, it's it's more dramatic than some, like, Y&R these days, honestly. I'm a tough guy, and I work in all my shirts. All my shirts are working shirts, and I don't wear sunglasses. Oh, my God. Just out here squinting at the sun. What's that? Is that a a tough guy over there? That's a tough guy. Can't see, because I don't wear sunglasses. Young and the Restless is taking notes right now. Like, oh, jeez, we're losing. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We talked last week about the goat of fictional businesses and yes. then uh, more specifically fictional bars mm-hmm. or pubs that we'd love to go for a drink for. Now I'm wondering, what is the goat of fictional dwellings? 
The goat of fictional dwellings. Houses and apartments that exist in TV shows or movies. Like, uh, where would be the one that you'd be like, I would love to live there? The one that I would love to live there, the one that's the most recognizable, mm, or it could come at either, this from a few different ways. Yeah, I for me, it would be where I personally would want to live. Okay. Um, I have answers for both. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some that I think everybody would go to. First of all, the first one, for some reason, for me, was the Bel Air Mansion. From Fresh Prince mm, of Bel Air. Okay. It's like just because that's one of those, like, it's an iconic looking mansion, right? One of the Definitely. first mansions that I remember seeing and being like, that would be a cool place to live. If you're going for like the most impressive mansion, mm-hmm. I would like to live at Rich Manor from Richie Rich. Oh, remember that show? Yeah. He's got a roller coaster. They have Mount Richmore out of back. Of course. You have your own McDonald's, the kid says. He's got a McDonald's in his place. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that would probably have to win for Rich most Manor. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. If you're just going for like a big-ass house. Or like, yeah. I mean, Wayne Manor is pretty impressive, and it's got the bat cave and stuff, so Yeah, that one's a little cool. dark for me. I don't like that one. It is a bit dark. Uh, Tony Stark's lair, though. Yeah, his place is so cool. Yeah. On yeah, the hillside I, there with oh, all of his cars yeah. and... Yeah, I don't know if much would beat that. And what's his robot? Is it Jarvis? Oh, I forget. I, me and movie, you, you know, I can't recall. Any type of look, like, what, remember this? I'm like, nope, probably not. Uh, but yes, that place I would put up in my number ones for okay. most impressive. I mean, most iconic, probably... I mean, the friend's apartment is, of course, the... Yeah, the friend's apartment for sure, which would now be like $10,000 a month in New York, probably. Right? At least. <laughs> more no, than I that, think, maybe yeah, it's a two-bedroom. 30000 more <laughs> like, probably, yeah. Uh, the house from Psycho. Oh, yeah. Is, at least in terms of the exterior, mm-hmm. is pretty iconic. The house from Up. Yeah. Also very iconic. Very iconic, yeah. But again, when it comes down to ones that you'd want to live in. Well, there's no question. Rivendell. Of course. The house of Lord Elrond. The last homely house. Okay. If there's a heaven, I hope it's Rivendell. I don't even know why I asked. To be I honest, just, I knew that was going to be your answer. I just really want to be in Rivendell. Yeah. Uh, this one is one, I'm, I'm just tossing it out there, but it's one that I recall. Uh, Harvey Specter in the, the series Suits. His his apartment is amazing. It's in New York. It has this huge, like, overlooks New York and the massive balcony. I, I'd love to live there. Okay. Very bright and airy. That's what I look for, I find. Okay. I need a lot of natural light in my place, so... And he's got the best apartment in all of TV? He's the one that, again... TV and movies? I have a short memory, right? So it's just basically the one that I saw recently, and I was like, yeah, I'd I'd love to live there. So it would be up there for me. A glass palace high above the city, hey? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that's where I'd love to live. Oh, man. Yeah. Rivendell. Mm. Or the... I mean... Nothing nothing bad ever happens in Rivendell. Again, like, I I ask you these things, and I always know the answer. You know where I'm going. (laughs) The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. My mom sent me this photo she came across online, and it shows the the, the sheet that they send home with someone who's going to end their life. Oh, jeez. Someone who's chosen medical assistance in dying, or dying with dignity, as it's referred to in, Mm -hmm. in this instance on this sheet. I'm not sure specifically where this is from where in the world, but it walks the patient through what will be their last moments of life. And this is real, Shauna. Like this is, when you read it like this, it becomes very real. Like I personally, I believe in a person's right to end their own life on their own terms, you know, if they're terminally ill, but um, reading this pamphlet makes it go from a concept in your mind to a, like a, a tangible decision that someone has made with an actual process. Yeah. So the way this goes, it starts It starts with telling the patient to take this prescribed anti-nausea medication that the doctor will send home one hour before they want to die. And then it instructs the patient to mix this powder. They have these two bottles of powder, I guess, with a drink of their choice. Example, juice. 
And then there are two points at the bottom of this sheet that I think are that stand out the most. Uh, for in the tips section, the patient will likely fall asleep within a few minutes after consuming the medication. It is important to say what the patient wishes to say to loved ones before consuming it. Wow. And then the next point, this solution should be consumed within one to two minutes because in many cases, patients have lost consciousness within three to five minutes. Holy hell. Wow, that's weird. Uh, yeah. That is some heavy stuff, hey? Yeah. And like, again, I support a sick person's right to make this decision for themselves, but how intense must that be for someone who goes through with it? You're right. It's like, all right, I'm mixing this drink. This is this is it. And how quickly it happens? Three to five minutes? Yeah. I mean, again, if if you're somebody who's made the decision, obviously you've you've thought this through yes. quite been so, through the process. Yeah, and you feel, you know, that's what you really want to do. But wow, yeah, just seeing instructions like that would be, uh, yeah. that's heavy. It kind of reminds me if you've ever, if you have this sort of morbid curiosity, but if you've ever like looked into um, the, death like the death penalty, penalty procedure. Yes. I was going to say, that's exactly what this reminds me of. Yeah. Yeah, like you, there's this, you know, this concept of the death penalty. And then when you actually see like a documentary that follows someone through yeah. their their last moments or whatever, you're like, holy crap, that like this is actually the determined end of this person's life. That one's even more uh, creepy to me because that's somebody else determining that you yes. are going to be... I agree with you. Yeah. And like the process that they go through, it's just it's yep. so... Any last words and then it's... Yeah. Oh, yeah, the whole thing. And you're right. It's different when someone has chosen this is what they want for yep. themselves. That death penalty is something completely different, but... Wow. It's like, wow, yeah, three to five heavy. minutes, hey? They say like within one to two minutes... You got to consume the second bottle because within three to five minutes, you're going to be out. Yeah. Like, yeah, I hope you didn't forget anything. Like, wait. No, too late. On second You're gone. Whoa. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We were talking recently about the Aurora Borealis and how there's so many cool photos coming out in the north of life. But just incredible. Actually, this year as a whole, I think. Like, all winter, it seems like we've had a lot of really good opportunities to see the Northern Lights. And I haven't seen them myself yet, just all the photos that I have know. been posted. It's embarrassing every time I'm like... But I got thinking, and I was like, that might be the coolest weather phenomenon there is. Yeah, it'd be close, for sure. Like it's I got pretty thinking, incredible. I was like, what would rival that? Like, what could be even in the conversation with the Northern Lights? Glowing ribbons of green light in the sky. You know what That's I mean? It's pretty tough to... And like, you know... People travel from all over to come see them. Yeah. Like Chinooks, I mean, they're incredible. I love Chinooks, yep. and especially the Chinook Arch when it comes in. And the way that that works is very cool. But like that doesn't rival the Northern Lights in terms of view and what happens yeah. there. Yeah, no, the Northern right? Lights are pretty spectacular. When you see it, it doesn't even seem real. No. No, it seems like the it's, sky is it's true. Dancing. It's truly dancing. <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, another one I thought about is uh, inversions. When those okay. happen out in the mountains, it's really cool because most of the time, first of all, it's balls cold at the base of a mountain, and then you go up to the top of this mountain, and all of a sudden, it's like 20 degrees warmer, and a lot of the time, the clouds then are below you, so that's really cool That is pretty to cool. look down onto the clouds and be skiing above the clouds like that, but again, like that's a lot of combination of things that have to make that happen with an inversion. But when it does, it's amazing. It's cool. Is does it's, that it's beat, cooler though? than an aurora? I, I don't know. know. What about like... Like a water spout or something, you know, like a tornado over water. That's eh. What? <laughs> eh? To a water spout? Yeah. Man, have you ever seen one? Like I've never seen one in person, but if you look at some of the photos, they're incredible. It looks but, like from a different planet or something. Because I thought, yeah, in Ontario, we used to have there'd be like I thought that I've seen kind of a water spout down the way before, and I was just like, yeah. 
Really? Maybe not, though. And I have to Google they're, water spouts. They're incredible. It looks like, like. it looks like some, someone's getting zapped up into the clouds by it's. Yeah. Not Me. for not for you, hey. I think I don't know Borealis beats that. But you're right. Like that would I mean, tornadoes are insane. Like when you see a massive tornado, that in terms of what, just What about size, just lightning? I know. Like a, like a really good lightning storm? It's unbelievable. Still, would it be cooler than the Aurora? Maybe not. Maybe I know. the Aurora is the goat of weather phenomenon. Is it weather phenomenon though? Considering it's atmospheric. Mm. You know? See that could be up for debate as well. You're right. Okay. Well, now we're getting. Wow. I, I'm 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 counting it. I'm saying no. No, You're it's going winning. With Aurora? Aurora, it is. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I didn't think of it at the time, Shauna, but I think I want to change my answer. Okay. Um, I've never seen one with my own eyes. I plan to, but a solar eclipse. See, I thought you would go with that. I yeah, actually really? bring that out as well, and I forgot. Yeah, because you've talked about how you want to go travel to see it before. There's one happening next spring, about right. a year from now, uh, and I would like to go and check it out somewhere because people have said it's like it's almost like a religious experience. Yeah, and those descriptors are intriguing to me. I like seeing just a a regular eclipse doesn't do much for me like like a lunar eclipse yeah yeah it's cool when the moon gets a little orange or red or whatever but but that doesn't do anything apparently a solar eclipse and i've seen a part like we've we've seen partial solar eclipses yeah. here but a total solar eclipse the the descriptions that you read are unbelievable people said like the temperature drops and animals start going crazy and like it like it just instantly becomes nighttime that would and be weird and when you think about like our relationship to the sun yeah that is pretty tough to... And even, you know, I think the, the solar eclipse is big in certain cultures. Yeah. Um, it's religious. Yeah. So I'd, I'd like to experience that for myself, but, but based on all the descriptions, it sounds like the solar eclipse is really something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would still lean toward the aurora, but you're right. I mean, I'd have to see it to, to know. So I guess I don't know how to even... Yeah. How, how do you put that in your, your ranking <laughs> if you've never seen it? It's tough putting a lot of trust on some internet comments. Maybe uh, after I see one, I'll report back okay. and tell you if it's more spectacular than the Aurora. Okay, good. Good. Please do. Report back. Got to figure out where I'm going to go, though. All the places that are along the path next, I think it's next April, um, none of them are places that are real high on my list to travel. Hmm. Like, I know, like, Buffalo is along the path of totality. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Dallas. Not, not much going go on Dallas. in Buffalo. Yeah. But, oh, Dallas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to see it though. I want to see what the what the hype is all about. Because I've seen I've seen auroras, and you're right. They are they are breathtaking. They are pretty spectacular. Yeah, the ones when you get like full color and stuff. But even like even if it's faint, it's crazy. I can't remember the very first time I saw when I was in Edmonton. I was just chatting with a friend outside one night, and I looked up, and I'm like, Holy hell, is that? <laughs> And then all of a sudden, yeah, it was just green light dancing across the sky. I was just like, I can't believe this is happening just right now above us. It was amazing. When it's faint, it takes a moment to realize that it's actually happening. And it's not your eyes playing tricks on you. Totally. But, but when then it's it was bright, full then of it's dancing. Like, like, even in the faint, it was just like, I can't believe this. Mm -hmm. the, the light's moving. It's crazy. Yeah. You know what else is northern, at least in relation to Calgary? Uh, Airdrie, and with it, the community of Midtown. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Really? <laughs> so nice. <laughs> uh, they're in their final phase at Midtown. Shane Homes offers three different types of homes there. Lane homes, paired homes, single-family front-drive homes. You can view all of the different options from Shane Homes on their website at shanehomes.com. Shane Homes, the better way to build. 
The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. In one of the most Canadian discussions we may ever have on this radio program, I'd like to tell you how to game the roll-up the rim system if I could. You got some tips? I got some tips if, if I could. Yeah. Uh, first off, okay. Um, if you order on the app, you get an extra roll. So that's key. Order if on the app. Order on the app, you, you get, get an extra roll. One extra roll just for ordering on the app. I'm trying to encourage that. So make sure you always order on the app. Then you get the extra roll on top of the ones you already get. Kay. Second, uh, don't use your free coffees until after the contest is over. Because if you use a free coffee, you don't get a roll on that free coffee. Mm, which is because it's a winning crap. coffee. It's it's from winnings, right? Yes, but okay. when there was physical cups, you'd still get a roll up the room cup. So I hate that they do that on the app, but that's what they do now. If it's a free coffee, they're like, you don't get a roll for that one because it's free. So can you save your you coffees sure until after the contest? And yeah. It's not like you're going to stop drinking coffee when nope. the contest is over. So nope. So don't activate really smart. any of your rolls until after the contest is done, and then you'll have all the free <laughs> ones, and you get the extra ones just in case, so okay. you win more. Uh, third, I have a bunch of unrolled rooms, and this one, I don't know if this is a thing or not, but this is super weird. I, uh, I woke up at 1 a.m. in the morning, and I couldn't sleep. And of course, the first thing I did as a true Canadian was like, oh, I've got rolls to unroll. <laughs> so at 1 a.m., I unrolled a bunch of rolls, and I think I had eight or so that I hadn't unrolled yet yep. seven out of eight won me something whoa so i don't know if i was like is 1 a.m just some sort of witching hour when it comes to being able to win on the app or maybe it's low activity something about yeah the days reset at that point or whatever but seven of eight of my rolls won me coffee and i was like wow that's that's insane that's possible so... this reminds me when i was in high school um they had was it Coke or Pepsi Coke? I think had this contest going where you'd buy a Coke bottle, you underneath the cap, there'd be a code there, yeah. and you could enter it to win a free iPod. And I had a physics teacher, super smart dude. He figured out the like the exact right time to enter, and he was winning iPods. Wow! Left, right, and center. He won, won so many iPods, he was giving them away. So there is a time that potentially could maybe depends on how the contest is designed, but it worked for him. Huh. So maybe it's possible that one o'clock is like the you know prime time for. Yeah, I'm going to have to set my alarm Rolling. and just try this again and see if it works out again or not. It's weird. And anybody listening now also has the inside track. Mm -hmm. It pays to listen to the show, doesn't it? It sure does. We got you. It pays. We got you. And Shauna Podcast. We were at the mall as a family the other day and we passed by one of those like turbo white girl stores. It was a full on white girl emporium. I love that you call it like a turbo white girl store. Like it's elevated. Yeah. It's a turbo. There's just so much like going on there. Just white girl. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I know some stores will have a white girl display here. Or there. Sure. This place yeah. is just like, it was just spilling That's all out. it was. Okay. And my, my son, Bo, who's eight, he's like, dad, look. And in their display window, it was just covered in post-it notes featuring white girl sayings. Oh yeah. Like a, like a few hundred of them, Shauna. It was overload. Okay. So I put this video up on my Instagram if you want to like if you want to see what I'm talking about and click through it. But oh, I sent yeah. these to you, Shauna. Um, do you want to just pick out a few that stand out to you? This one's my favorite. You are someone's four-leaf clover. Ooh, that's nice. That's beautiful. You belong among the wildflowers. You light up the sky like a billion lights. Life is tough, my darling, but oh, so are you. Oh my god. <laughs> In a world where you can be anything, be kind. You'll always find your way back home. Wow, these are... You can... Oh, did you already say this one? You can be anything? No, I but didn't, it's but there's a little bee with a picture of a there. bee. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good pun, too. Make yourself a priority. Wow. 
These are beautiful. She believed she could, just so she did. Hashtag self-love. Oh, my goodness. That's it. That's all yeah. you need is just hashtag self-love. If you need a boost, just stand in front of that window for a few minutes, and then you say thank you. I love how they have the classic live, laugh, love as well. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah, yeah. They've got the just classic right in there. That's amazing. I think I'm like colorblind to that one My now these God, days. God, yeah. <laughs> I don't even notice it anymore. It's just part of the furniture. How many hydro flasks are we giving all these? How many uh, Stanley thermos mugs yeah. out of 10? How many... Uh, how many overnight oats? How many vodka out seltzers out of 10? I, there's God. just so many. How I many know. spritzers out of 10? It's a, I think it's a full-on 10 out of 10. I think it's got to be. And Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. So you know how they say love in tennis? Yeah. I also say it in other sports just to be really pretentious. Yeah, which is really funny. Yep. And everybody's like... Flames are winning two, love. Yeah. Real dumb. Everybody <laughs> else can be like... I'm going to kick your own ass for saying that. That's really (laughs) stupid. I was wondering why, though. I'd never thought about why it's called love, so I looked into it, and it's really simple. Uh, It comes from the fact that a zero looks like an egg, right? So when you think about a zero, it looks like an or we'll say like a goose egg or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, in French, egg is l'oeuf. Oh. So if you can see where we got... L'oeuf would be the... The egg, right? The egg, but yeah, like so. Love sounds like, or even oeuf sounds like love. So it it literally came from the French. Okay. Egg, the egg is love, which always is really funny to me as well. Love. I'll have my my loves scrambled, please. So really scrambled loves. When they say you have, they say you have love points. You have a goose egg, right? You have a goose egg, yeah. But it all comes from another another mistranslation. Yep. It's another one of those. That is like. Half of etymologies, Absolutely. Eh? Half of the etymologies are, you look into are mistranslations. The other half are nautical terms. It's people who are <laughs> dumb and who are like, no, I, I misheard that. And then like, yep, that's going to stick. And then they just did. That's always how it goes. This is another really quick one as well. I never even thought of this, but it's super obvious. But dentist, where we get dentist from. Is it dance? So yeah, dance just means teeth. <laughs> So really, dentist is just teethist. Check out what Mr. It is. French over here. Yeah, look at you go. Wow. <laughs> but like dental, it's all about teeth. It's teethal. A teethist? And, and te- a teethist, which is now what I'm going to call dentist from this one. I'm going to yeah. go to the teethist over here. Etymology <laughs> with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. We were talking recently about naming our trains here, mm-hmm. like the sea trains. We already name our plows, and then you'd heard about, where was it that was naming their trains? There was a, I think it was in Switzerland, they named one of their trains Shania Train. Right. And she was on hand for the launch of it and everything. Yeah, which is cool. Like, yeah, we got a fleet of transit vehicles as well. We should name our sea trains. We should. And then I was thinking recently, we should name our buses. I mean, we, we got a ton of buses. Tons of buses. And they already have that flashing thing, you know, that shows the route. Yeah. And or a lot like of the holiday times, messages. I was going to say, they already use it to like promote messages and stuff. And I was like, if you're a kid and you take the bus, there's a lot of kids actually just out front here who, who take the bus to go to school, mm-hmm. the, the common bus. And I was like, it would be so much fun if all those buses had names as well. You ever been houseboating? In the Okanagan? No, no. no. All the boats, all the houseboats have names. And it's yeah. always fun to be like, oh, we're on this one. So boats. it'd be just like that, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would totally would be. What and it bus just makes did it I a take lot this more morning. fun. Yeah. And if the names were really good, yeah. people would post the photos. Totally. It would boost transit. Man, you know, so. I don't know why we don't get on this. And again, so easy because the it, it's already set up for this. The, those signs are already perfectly primed. Yeah, for you could swap names. them in and out as you get better suggestions. Totally. And, yeah, you just have to come up with some good names, of course, as well. Like, well, I got a few. Okay. Do you? How many do you want? I got maybe a dozen of them. Sweet, yeah. Let's go for it. Okay. Let's rip uh, them back and forth here. Buster Rhymes. Oh yeah. 
Bustin Hoffman. I had Bustin Hoffman too. Totally. Bustafa. Bustin Trudeau. Bustle and Flow. Risky Bustness. Bustradamus. Bustin Timberlake. Bus Griswold for my recess fans. Oh, yeah. Bustin Bieber. Bustavo Fring. Bustin Boots. Buzzy Smollett. (laughs) Hit the Busty Trail. Colonel Bustard. Slomin, but but Salmon rather busty. <laughs> Salmon busty. <laughs> it's gonna look like bushy almost certainly, but totally, we'll, totally, get but you get, we'll get it. We'll get it. This is a little dash. You need a dash to get there. Yeah. Busty Sinclair. Did you say Busta Rhymes already? I did. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. was my first one. Right. Al Bus Dumbledore. <laughs> I like that one. You could have door spelled D O O R too. Just a double, a double for you. Bushin collusion. <laughs> Busted from the rain. Bus in the wind. <laughs> Bustle crow. Okay. There's a lot well, of things going ones. on. Yeah. Any good ones that you missed there? Uh, I think that's it. I, I don't even know the ones I said already. Anyway, we've it's got, a good start. We've got we need a good about start a thousand sure. more, I think. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X929. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to the this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. X After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, fuck, they're going to say fuck. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.